Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Token Games Podcast, Speculation Edition. I'm your host and sometimes referee, the friendly neighborhood, Zach Stat Pearson. And today, here comes a new crossover, our, I want to say, 15th guest to the YouTube channel. You know him, you love him, and if you don't, he's got four guns and he'll shoot you with all of them. A one, Rakunex. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. It's a pleasure to be here, man. All right, uh, Rockin', why don't you tell them where they can find you real quick? I want to make sure everyone can promote thyself. No worries, no worries. So you can find me most active on YouTube. So that's just R-A-K-U-N-X on YouTube. And just search up some Bayonetta 3 theories, and hopefully you'll see my name up there. I'm also active on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, same, same tag, and yeah, hopefully get to meet some other people. All right, and just in case anyone's curious or, you know, one unwilling to put in a little bit of effort it takes to scroll down into the description. I'll make sure there's also links to him at the end of the video in the end card section. All right. Thank so, you very much. Thank you. No problem, bro. All right. So first and foremost, I just like to tell people off the bat, uh, this isn't your channel. So whatever normal restrictions you give yourself, don't worry. They don't exist here. You can be as normal or as strict as you want to be. I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. Now, as far as it's, everyone is already aware, based on the title of this video, obviously, we're going to be discussing certain things in relation to the Bayonetta series, but primarily three. However, there will be time steps, for lack of a better term, because the way I want to structure this is everyone can go to Raccoon's section first, because he's the guest. And then after that, I will time skip and I will go through those same questions and I will have it set for the back half to just be me. So here are the questions just so you guys can know what you want to look for. Please utilize the numbers in the video so you can know where to time skip to. Number one, what weapons would you like to see return from previous games? Number two, do you ever think we'll get a true crossover with Devil May Cry seeing as how the production staff even have some of the same team members? Number three, do you think we'll ever get playable story mode for any of the cast members or just palette swaps? Number four, I personally feel like we will primarily be fighting aliens in this new game. Because of this, I'm inclined to believe we may get weapons that don't adhere to normal concepts that the game traditionally uses, you know, medieval or far east weaponry. So if this ends up happening, what kind of new weapons or weapon features would you like Rodan to craft up? Number five, do you think Rodan is Lucifer or a being that can move between dimensions? I'll also be dropping my theory on why I think this may be, and don't worry, I'll keep it short. Number, <laughs> number six, what possible reason do you think Rodan, a near god tier being, is running a bar on Earth even four? That's been <laughs> bugging me since the first game. Man, that's been bugging me over a decade. Wow, that's kind of bad. <laughs> and, oh, man. Yeah, and finally... Closing statements and gushing on what we want to see happen in the new title as if we weren't already going to do that throughout the course of the whole entire video. <laughs> All right, so Rockin', why don't you go ahead and uh, knock us out with what you want to discuss as far as one through seven? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind going through that chronologically. I think that'll be easier for you, easier for me. So yeah, if, if that's all right with you with question one. Yeah, go right ahead, bro. So the, the first question, you know, for starters, what weapons would you like to see return from previous games? I, I love this one. So I think bringing back all the weapons, even the hidden ones from Bayonetta 1, like Pillowtalk, Siphon, and Bazillions, they didn't really showcase them in Bayonetta 2. So we can bring back the nostalgia factor, for especially for the veterans, um, like yourself as well. Um, 
But I play Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2 a lot, a lot more, so Chernobyl, Love is Blue, the Alruna, the Whip, of course, and most importantly, I gotta go with, like, you know, my one and only Undyne, the Hot and Cold, um, oh, my Rodan Slayer, my Freezer Burn, you know, I freaking love that mechanic. Did you, hold on, hold on, did you say Rodan Slayer? Yeah, I use that as my Rodan Slayer. <laughs> hey, I'm it's not like mad the at only you, man. one, yeah. Uh, I'll <laughs> no get worries. into how I beat Rodan, because Rodan took me, you know half a day or more i was one of those guys who oh, i was man. so close to throwing my system across the room but i'm just aggravated at the way i beat him but we'll get into that later you yeah, know no worries man oh i like uh it's just like oh were you talking about being at a one or being at a two which one uh two two he was a real dick uh, yeah it's just too bs like i feel uh it was kind of unfair but i don't know like i think the people who like stick to it who like um kept yeah. persevering just stayed in it, you know? <laughs> so you're referring to Ninja Gaiden fans, gotcha. Wait, sorry? Oh, I haven't, sorry, I haven't played Ninja Gaiden, man. <laughs> oh, well, speaking as someone who I don't know why I like to suffer, uh, Ninja Gaiden <laughs> is basically yeah, yeah. The, the hard mode of Devil May Cry and Bayonetta oh, combined, but right, that's their okay. normal mode. Oh, that's their normal? Okay, <laughs> wow. Again, I'm speaking as someone who's been dumb enough to suffer through ninety oh, percent of every Ninja Gaiden game ever, two D and three D, put it this oh, way: three man. hits in normal or even hard mode can kill you. Whereas in almost any other game, three hits are not going to kill yeah. you from a normal enemy. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. Oh, and everybody so, can yeah. auto suicide on you. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, like, you, you, the 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 key to that is just don't get hit at all, isn't it? Try your best not to get hit. You know, basically, and that's that, so. and that's practically never going to happen because unlike you. The enemies have homing missiles and they shoot guns. Oh there are no guns used by the ninjas in the entirety of this franchise. I am very sorry. Yeah, and the guns are almost pre-programmed <laughs> to never miss. So realistically, you're either blocking or you use a substitution because those guns don't miss their aimbots. Oh, man. Like, and, and people still play it, right? I think it's the... the yes, thrill. I know. Oh, Something's wrong with me. I don't know why <laughs> I'm like this. No, no, no. You're all right, man. No. Like, you just want to... You bro, play for the you play for the thrill, bro. Here's the worst part. You know what you get when you beat a Ninja Gaiden game? What what do you, what do you get? Nothing. Not, not a damn thing. Oh wait, you oh, get a costume. Man. Ooh, a costume. Why do they do this to us? Because Why? they Why? want us to suffer. That's the problem. I know that's what they're doing. Ninja Gaiden first came out in 2000. I played and beat every single game, and here I am mm -hmm. in 2020. And every time I ask myself, "Why do I like hurt myself like this?" <laughs> I mean, with that, with Radon, at least you get the Radon rings, and exactly. those were OP, OP exactly. weapons. You know, you felt something. But with Ninja Gaiden, man, I feel you. I'm very sorry. Uh, yeah, oh, but sorry man. for taking over your question. Go ahead and uh, no, uh, no, move on to number two. Was, or one. Yeah, go on to move to number two if you want to stay on number one. Oh, good. So, uh, I think, uh, do you have anything else that you want to say for number one, by the way? Like any weapons that you think you would like to see return? Yes, but I'm going to sound like a gushing schoolgirl watching her pop star high school crush. So I'm <laughs> going to save it for when it's my turn. Okay, no problem. No problem. Okay. So, uh, so for question number two, I was asked, like, do I ever think they'll get a true or we'll get a true crossover with DMC, seeing how the production stuff even have some of the same team members? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, again, I love this question. Like having two mediums of the same creator, and this is just my personal opinion. Uh, they can prove me wrong for all for all I care. Um, it's inevitable 
it's inevitable people are going to ask for this. So for DMC and Bayonetta, the only way I can see a crossover is that of an entirely new game, a non-canon variation where uh, we get to see how their their gameplay mechanics fuse, see how their and sorry, what I love and how um sorry, excuse me. Um sorry, Zex. Um what I love to see the most is how their character personas interact. And that's just fan service that we really want to see. So no canon, but still enough for the audience to appreciate. Uh, they did this with Fairy Tale X Rave in one amazing quick OVA. So again, I think it's going to be a separate DMC game, which I think um, I believe Mr. Kamiya had showed interest in. Uh, so yeah, I, I, yes, I wouldn't say that they will do interest. a canon one. Yeah, yeah, he showed interest but, three times uh, over the course mm -hmm. of six years. Oh wow. Okay. I mean, I mean, if they if they do end up going with it, I think it would it would have to be non-canon like to not interfere with both stories but if, if they want to prove me wrong more than welcome to um but yeah okay i mean you can move directly to the next question oh yeah sure no worries <laughs> i thought you were just gonna say something okay so for uh, number three uh do i think they will we'll ever get a playable story mode for any of the cast members or just a palette swap uh, for for palette swap, I think it's much easier to implement, and it's such a favorable feature for people who have different, you know, favorite colors. You know, they did this with Bayonetta's extra costumes. You have A, B, and C variants. Uh, so I don't see why they wouldn't continue this in Bayo three. Uh, as for different playable story modes, um, one hundred percent. They they wanted to do to do this with Young Boulder in Bayo two, but they couldn't due to like you know time constraints. Uh, the best they could do now, especially with the thought of, you know, alternate timelines, playing as our Bayonetta, uh, then playing as Brave Sereza, then John, then another. I feel they want to do it uh, because they didn't get to last time. And the alternate timeline arc is a perfect fitting lore opportunity, I guess, to uh, add this gameplay mechanic in. So I think that would be pretty interesting. I would I would love uh, that means more gameplay for us, you know, so I wouldn't uh, wouldn't say no to that. Question four? <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, bro, you, you're just going through all the questions. I'm not going to interrupt you. That would be rude. Oh, okay. I thought I thought like uh, like the first question, but okay, no worries. I'll go with uh, question four. Um, but if you want to interrupt, by all means, you're more than welcome to me. Oh, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. So uh, for question four, um, I personally, uh, you said you personally feel we will primarily be fighting aliens in new game. Uh, yes, new, uh, yeah, I expect interruptions for this one, but I have a, <laughs> I have okay. a genuine. I don't know what you would call it. You call them theories. Uh, some call it lore. I think I yeah, call yeah, it yeah. more of like an oversight that nobody Ooh. caught, or either something okay. that people didn't realize. When okay. literally and ironically, even though this is about Bayonetta three, this comes from me just recently going through. Bayonetta 1 or more specifically the entire like oops ambulance me okay. going through the like entirety of the ending stage and also all the story elements yeah, yeah. for the last stage yeah, of Bayonetta yeah. 1 there's some things that just look eerily I don't know reminiscent of one another that I was going to touch uh -huh. on but go ahead and say what you was going to say I don't know. I understand. Like, if you have the the um the the what was it the oversight of aliens. So if, yeah. if it ends up happening, what kind of new weapons or weapon features would um I like Radon to craft up? So, um, on the basis of there will be aliens. So on base based on that oversight, I think Radon's definitely going to have to bring the weapons to the twenty first, twenty second century. Thank you. And uh, what I'm <laughs> what what I mean by that is uh, it'd be fitting to bring in lasers, ray guns, uh, bring like bazillions, even you know the retro eighties futurism that I know. Mr. Kamiya is a huge fan of. 
Um, again, if we're going to go on the theory of aliens, which I talked about in my recent video, uh, shout out to Sniper Iguana, by the way, uh, possibly even a hybrid of older weapons to newer weapons. And, you know, uh, and what I mean by that is like possibly similar oh, to Astral I'm Chain. I'm so glad weapon. you put that thought in my head. I never would have thought oh, no. that. Oh, my I'm God. Pretty thank sure you so much. Of it first. <laughs> Fusion weapons? Yes, please. Oh, I think, uh, I, I, have you played Astral Chain? I haven't played well, Astral Chain. But, well, um, I just got it recently. All my friends were telling me, do you need to go get this game? Well, look, in my defense, I had to hunt down a PS5, okay? It's hard out oh, here. Man. It's hard I'm out very here. sorry. Yeah, even here in Sydney, like, no one has a PS5 yet. I'm like, what? Wow, Bro, really? I got, I literally think I'm one of the luckiest people in the world when it comes oh, to getting well, a PS5. Congrats, because I have a, I have a direct supply chain for PlayStation 5s, and they yeah, yeah. hate charging scalper prices and they hate scalpers mm, and mm. i and they're in walking distance from me and i can just go in there the owner has my number i was like bro listen when's the next time oh. you're getting one this is the exact date i'm getting it oh okay can i get it okay well if you know anybody else who want it let me know i'm not letting scalpers get them oh, i was that's like so, that's yeah. so cool man. Yeah. yeah and i might have accidentally made him a millionaire but i mean you're not gonna <laughs> hate somebody who accidentally made you a millionaire so yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm so happy that you got a PS5, man. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you a funny story about it uh, when we get near the end of this. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> no Theoretically, worries. it should have been broken the way I was playing oh. it for two weeks. Okay, okay. But like I said, I'll wait till we're at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no no problem, no problem. So yeah, so Astral Chain, um, like fusion weapons, I think maybe uh, as a, as a, what was it, a weapon feature, maybe you can you can possibly um having more like you can fuse more more than two uh two or more weapons um like in near automata they also did a le level up system for the weapons not necessarily like so imagine so not necessarily it. um oh sorry go ahead no i'm saying i played near automata oh yeah, yeah yeah so um so i would say not to put a level up system for bayonetta but more so just the weapons you know just to you know make them much more interesting than the two previous games but uh but yeah that's that's my stance on um if if there will be aliens, I think that'll be pretty cool. If there will be aliens, that's my that's my thought on it. <laughs> okay. Interesting. All right. So oh, no, thank you, man. Um and I'm glad that you thought of the same thing as well. I'm I'm so happy. <laughs> so with uh with question five, do I think Radan is Lucifer? Oh, I love this. Or a being that can move between dimensions. Um I'll also be you'll also be dropping your theory. I can't wait to hear your, your okay, thought on this. So and this is the <laughs> super short version because I want to provide context. Okay, so that's okay. Rodan is supposed to be, at least story-wise, the bare minimum we know about him is that he's a fallen angel. Meaning mm -hmm. that, as we all know, the angels can move between, freely at least, uh, mm -hmm. the, the Bayonetta equivalent of heaven and earth. Meaning they're barred from hell unless they're literally dragged into hell, which is a very hilarious and funny movie. Uh, we'll talk about maybe some other time. But they normally can't go unless a literal gate, interdimensional gate is open, and they can go directly mm -hmm. into it. But if Rodan literally died and went to hell, that means that his fallen angel status doesn't necessarily go anywhere. It just means that instead of just falling to earth, he is now a fallen angel who has been to hell. So since mm -hmm. Rodan kind of sort of has a devil trigger, let's call a spade a spade. It's a damn devil trigger. And, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and if Rodan has a devil trigger... But he also has supernatural strength in his earthly form, his human form. But he also mm -hmm. has supernatural strength in his heavenly form. Then mm -hmm. Rodan is literally one of the only beings who not only can move between the three realms, but also someone has to allow that. Remember, the only thing oh. stopping the nothing. There is nothing saying that the angels 
can't manifest in the hell other than the fact that they have no way of directly getting there. But since something, which scares me to think about, something killed Rodan at the beginning yeah. or before Bayonetta 1, which is why we had to revive him from the dead, he now has gained something that no angel has ever gotten, which is the ability to move okay. between heaven, earth, and hell freely, right? Mm -hmm. But he can mm -hmm. also make, and this is where it caught me, The of all things, me just hearing that, hey, I heard this in a video game once. What are you buying? That threw me mm -hmm. off for a second. I was like, wait a minute. This motherfucker is in a bar. <laughs> but he's a super omnipotent, super strong being. And he literally does not have to work for a living. And also, <laughs> he can create a direct dimensional gate to his mm -hmm. actual physical bar. So when you're in Bayonetta 2, people forget this, but you're pretty much in pseudo-Italy. Or you're in the Italian <laughs> peninsula in a fake place called Vigret. But when mm -hmm. you go to his bar... Theoretically, his bar is still on mainland North America, as as referenced mm -hmm. by the map. When you get the uh, main opening scene and you fly yeah, off, yeah, correct, correct. you fly off into another country. That's where his bar is. So mm -hmm. this man has the the if he's a man has the ability to make interdimensional space time gates. Literally, there's only mm -hmm. the only people we've seen doing that have been deities. But mm -hmm. if he's a deity who actually got his cheeks clapped. That has to mean that someone tried to take his God status or he had his God status revoked, but he kept his powers because there is no explanation for anybody who was less than the God to be able to move you through time and space. Because let's go through the list of people who were able to move through time and space. Literally, it begins and ends with that pseudo weakened nerf version of Jubileus, the final boss of Bandit mm -hmm. 1. Spoilers correct, like correct. that really even counts at this point. <laughs> Old as that yeah, game correct. is. And then in Bayonetta 2, we saw a seer literally could look at you from his globe of time or whatever, because it didn't really have a name, and he could pull you <laughs> out of it like Whis from Dragon Ball Super and look through it like Whis from Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and then he even grabbed a satellite out mm -hmm. of nowhere, because how would he even know a satellite is there? I, and I'm, yeah, right. and then he went back in time and forth through time, and I'm just like, bro, the only people who can do this have been gods or people who were very close to godhood. Rose, what's your excuse, Rodan? What's your excuse, bro? And that's how I came mm -hmm. to that conclusion. I see, I see. I love that. You took the words right out of, the, out of my mouth, man. Like, Rodan has some sort of, I, I completely agree, has some sort of connection or at least a prior connection to a deity or a higher being. He's had that history. Um, but yeah, he does seem to have the same backstory as um, Lucifer, like, you know, by... By dimension so far, I see him being able to travel between, you know, Luz, uh, Paradiso, Inferno, Chaos. I love that. I love how you, you brought that connection of like, you know, that's only a deity type of thing to do um, freely, by the way. So um, I, I love how you said that. Um, as of Lucifer is Radan, same origin, was the commander of a portion of Paradiso, but then was banned by the moderators. You know, it's it's the fact that he was the strongest character as um, Platinum Games confirmed. So it's I think it's having such an abundance of experience in every world that he's been through. Would oh, grant yeah, him and such let me power. remind you of something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bayonetta 2, when you first experienced Rodan, I don't think anybody, even if they don't even remember the stage, no one forgets that when you first mm -hmm. see Rodan, this mug is two-shotting ex-bosses and ex-mini-bosses. You know, Bayonetta kind of yep. does a Devil May Cry thing. <laughs> they will make a mini-boss oh, look like okay. a boss, and then you find out three stages later, oh, he's just a he's just a, a side piece, right? Oh, he was okay. doing that yeah. without utilizing demon power and without mm -hmm. utilizing holy power. 
Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was KSing, you know, stealing yeah. my kills and whatnot. So and, <laughs> Yeah, and he has that omnidirectional barrier, which is made of, right. I'll say it's de- just for this uh, argument, that it's made of demonic energy. So my thing, my thought is, is that this guy, even though he looks like he only uses one energy at a time. He actually, I think he might be, he can only use demonic powers when he's demonic. He can only use angel powers mm-hmm. when he's angelic. But when he's in the middle, he has access to both. Yeah, okay. I and see. anything that would be able to do that would have to be something that doesn't uh, that doesn't follow the normal rules of Bayonetta logic. Mm-hmm. At least mm-hmm. as far as we know right now, until inevitably we learn some new canon. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we get to see him canon um, or into the story for, for Bayonetta 3. Like, what's the origin of his power? Why is he so strong? Um, why does Platinum Games still confirm to be the strongest? So, yeah, I, I absolutely love this question. Like, is Verdun connected to diet is, to a deity? Is he connected with a higher power? Has he had a history with a um, higher power? I had a thought, like, he, he could be connected with the god of Purgatorio that we haven't seen yet. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's my thoughts on question five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm, my main thing is I, I, I don't think anyone really just, the one thing that has always bothered me to know is besides the fact that why is no one questioning why something this powerful is literally mm. has a nine to five running a, a basic bar. <laughs> he's over here I having, like, he's over here having conversations like Enzo, you know, damn well, you ain't paid your bar tab. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, you can smite him. You deadbeat motherfucker. Exactly. Like, oh, man. Exactly. And I'm just like, bro, you literally can open a gate to hell directly below his feet and just go, where my money at? <laughs> and yet he's over here talking oh, to man, him like, so cool. you know, that old friend who knows that he can get away with shit he normally can't because mm-hmm. you're old friends. It's mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I'm, this is off topic, but uh, people don't expect it. But apparently it's a, it's almost like an urban legend among my friends that I'm a very good baker. And my specialty oh, is cheesecakes. Okay. And not, and not okay. regular exotic cheesecakes, right? Yeah, so sometimes yeah. my friends come over, they will see a cheesecake or two on the stove. I'm getting them cold or I'm experimenting. And I'll say, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. going to eat all this. And they will eat it without asking me half of it. And then <laughs> oh. when I tell them, oh, well, I'll just buy you another one. It's like, no, I made those. Like, no, you didn't. While they're still eating it in front of my face. That's what oh it feels like. Oh, my goodness. I'm just like, no. okay, you know, I if you. I hadn't known you for 15 years, I would literally throw you out a window right now. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's, it's like that with with Radan and people like as you said, people like it goes over their heads of how strong this person is. Yeah, like no one really and, cared until Bayonetta two cutscene. If you played him as a secret boss, I heard a lot of people back in the day they just thought it was a a special guest star, a, a special a, a thing that wasn't real or canon in any way, shape, or form. That was actually mm-hmm. on GameFacts.com, of which I've got one of the highest titles available. Not a brag, but oh. that just means I've been there a long time. I'm at Icon oh, status. That's okay. Yeah, which is like that's all right. like level thirty six out of forty or fifty. And oh wow! Yeah, okay. like I said, I'm an old mofo. Um, on games, <laughs> no, they, no. they Congrats, were actually man, having debates on if Rodan fighting him was even a part of the actual story or lore or canon. And I was just uh, like, okay, I can understand why y'all got that. I I can understand why y'all think like that. I mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. honestly get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. I think regardless if it's, if it's canon or not, I, I heard like some um, tweets and I think some interviews that Platinum Games said it, they were canon. But like, I, I don't think anyone's beaten Radan on the first try blindly though. That's that's my take I've on I've only that. seen one person get close and I feel so bad oh, really? for her. And I feel so bad for her because oh, no man. one believes her and I was the only witness and it's so sad. 
She said, really? I, oh, I got him down to his half. Uh, he only had half of his final HP bar left. But then, oh but then, you know, my dog came in and I wanted to play with it and I got distracted. And no one believes her, but I was there to witness her greatness. It was insane. Oh, oh I just gave, here's the crazy part. I gave her Devil May Cry one, mm-hmm. three months earlier, and she got bit by the bug. We've all been hopefully uh, stuck with for the rest of our lives, whether we're too old to do combos or not. And she mm-hmm. skipped everything and went to Bayonetta 1. Didn't know Rodan mm-hmm. was a secret fight. So she had Bayonetta 2 on her Wii U. And, oh, wow. Okay. And I came out the bathroom and it's like, oh, hey, what you doing? Like, oh, I'm almost done with the bald guy. I was like, the bald guy? The bald guy? Rodan? The bald guy? Oh, I call them weaponsmiths. All weaponsmiths look alike to me. He's like, wow, if you change the words on that, that would be a problem statement. So she starts laughing. I start laughing. And then her dog comes in and just yeah, messing yeah. with her, playing with her feet. And I looked down and was like, you've almost got him dead on your first try? Oh, my God. This was Bayer 1? I no, mean, this Bayer is Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2. She went from Devil May Cry 1 to Bayonetta 2, and she was kicking ass. She didn't play anything in between. I was like, you shouldn't exist. (laughs) Like... That that's a really good skill, mate. Like that is scary. coordination to, to the to the to the max. You yes, know? and this is one of the things oh. I keep telling people. Like some people don't realize that they could probably mm-hmm. do really well in other aspects of life based on previous things they've done. <laughs> like I've been saying for the longest yeah, time, true. if a boxer was a fencer, they could probably do some damage because of their mm-hmm. speed mm-hmm. would be practically unheard of for the sport. Mm-hmm. And then here, and then piano players. In what if piano scenario, players yeah. play fighting games? with big arcade sticks they're always used Mm -hmm. to moving their hands around i'm just like Mm -hmm. uh, they got the muscle memory and whatnot you know she's the only person yeah wow i I believe you don't worry i believe you at least it's fine it's like i know i've accepted and this is before you know i had any capture equipment but yeah why do you think he would possibly be running a damn bar Okay, so he's that character. So um, the character that's the strongest, again, confirmed by PG. So he's just on the sideline doing his own thing. I would say he's the, I guess, Deuce Ex Machina archetype, uh, like Mary Leona from Black Clover, Captain Marvel, MCU, Gojo Satoru, Satoru sorry, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, they only intervene when it's crucially necessary. And because of their experience and strength, they have their own you know, little side hustle that they're so bored with. They're so bored of life. They're so strong. They have that side hustle to have. Um, I think Radan loves bartending from his playful interaction in the prologue. And two, uh, he uses it as a halo laundering scheme, or now it's the Magatama scheme probably in Bayonetta 3, for his real real passion, which is blacksmithing and uh, uh, weaponsmithing and whatnot. So I think he just has that bar because he enjoys it and he's just he's just experienced so much in his life. And I'm pretty sure he's more than a thousand years old by this time. And now he's just doing off his doing off doing his own thing, weapon making and and of course bartending. So yeah, that's just like his little passion, you know. I think everyone has their hobbies. And I'm glad that the writers wrote him like that. And he's not just some strong, stronghold boss um waiting for you to to challenge him. He has some relatable instincts to him. And yeah, that, that's that's I think that's the, the most plausible thing um that I would think he has a bar. <laughs> and I love how you 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 like that question too. <laughs> yeah, uh well, when we get to my part, oh, you're going to be in your feels because my answer is 10 okay. times darker than what you said. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So I guess that brings us into what do you want to see in the new title as if you have not already answered and said that a billion times? 
Uh, without what I see with the new um, closing statements and what I want to see is like optimistically this game is going to be amazing uh, people have been waiting over seven years for it and I think it's best to just appreciate the positives be aware of the negatives you know show your critiques then exp uh, express them respectfully but also remember to do enjoy the game again it's only the second trailer uh, what I sorry what I want to see I hate to be the plug um, but we have over 85 videos on what I'd what I'd want in the future of Bayonetta on our channel. Rock no hate, congratulate. Uh, sorry, what was that? I said no hate, congratulate. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Ben. Um, but yeah, so the the Demon Masquerade is one of my my um, biggest, biggest, biggest loves for Bayonetta. Um, we theorized that like a year ago that there will be a time where you'll be able to fuse with your Madama. And I was just <coughs> Devil so trigger. We saw, oh, I'm sorry, some guys. Uh, Devil trigger. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Yeah, the just, devil's trigger. Stuck in my we've door. been I'm waiting. So sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're all right, man. <laughs> like we've been waiting for that devil trigger for Bayonetta. Like I saw it, I saw it in um Death Battle. I saw it in um, a lot of people playing with Devil May Cry. I'm like, why doesn't Bayo have that? So um, if if they do implement it in um Bayo three as a, as a good thing, uh, if they don't butcher it, hopefully, I'm pretty sure they won't. But yeah, uh, Demon Masquerade. Uh, seeing Bayonetta, our Bay, right there, like that was a huge th thing for me. But yeah, the, the, those are my hopes for it. Okay, all right. Well, I guess it's my turn now. So uh, I'll get the steel on. All right. No so word. for starters, what weapons would I like to see return? Uh, well, man, that's really a tough. Please give me Saifong, man. That's all I asked you for. Before this game came out, I went to the Twitter. I went to the Facebook. I went to the <laughs> literally figuring out how to translate their names in the Google Translator so I could ask them on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Please give me Saifong. If you give mm -hmm. me Saifong, I will do the strip tease pole dance at the end of the credits in three or at the time two. Please yeah, let yeah. me get Saifong. Nothing in the entirety of action games feel like mm -hmm. that action hack and slash have no weapons that directly compare to Siphon and you can oh, quote man. me on that as someone who has been mm -hmm. playing this type of games since 1994 okay quote me mm -hmm. on that please mm -hmm. that's you. all I want <laughs> when I when someone told me oh hey fun fact you know those weapons that are on the wall in the back of the cutscene yeah oh you can go and mm -hmm. unlock all those well what about that one? Oh, oh yeah that's the nunchuck Man, wouldn't it be funny if she went and did some like Bruce Lee type moments and got some Bruce Lee pants? And look what happened. I love slash Miss Saifong. Please give it back to me. I don't care if you make a DLC. I'll be a little salty, but I don't care as long as I get it back or give me a weapon that acts like it and looks like it. If you can bring back Demon Slayer and put a, uh, uh, a new coat of paint on it and make it look like the Blade of Evil's Bane, one of the nicknames people forget for the Sword of Hyrule, why the mm -hmm. fuck can't I get my Saifung, man? I'm pretty sure they have to. They have to bring this in. It's it's such an iconic thing for Bayonetta 1, especially for a lot of the people who Bro, were so you, loyal to it. You yeah. know how shit you know how shit works in the game industry. Uh and this is one of the original creators of people that worked on Hitman. Well, back in the day, mm -hmm. and sometimes even to uh, to a more uh prevalent extent in the far uh west, uh far east, mm -hmm. we us video game designers, mind you, this is barely a paraphrase, us video game designers will 
think we're doing the right thing when we get to game number two or three, and then we'll mm-hmm. sit on our ivory towers, and then when it comes out, find out, okay, this one thing we thought was the bomb, you guys didn't like. And I feel like that mindset is still uh, there. In fact, Maximilian uh, okay. Dude has spoken on this, and I've spoken about it too, because people didn't believe me from the times I've mm-hmm. met uh, developers well before I ever went to E3. And there's this, mm-hmm. it's a phrase, and it's even on Wiki, it's got its own Wiki page, so you know it's bad. It's called uh, Not Made Here, or it's the Japanese equivalent of saying Not Made Here which is the belief that because you don't have something readily available or have direct access to it in this country, you shouldn't try to attain it from another place or even seek to go after it, even if it's been tailor-made for you. And it's annoying, but it's a real thing. And a lot of developers used to think like that. And it's a pain in the balls. So the way I look at it when it comes to Platinum Games... They always said that they like to do what they want to do. They get that people need to buy Mm -hmm. what they like, but they try to make games for themselves. And if you're trying Mm -hmm. to make a game for yourself, you're not necessarily thinking about Siphon. Mm -hmm. So that's why I Mm -hmm. say at a bare minimum, they should do like Smash Brothers uh, for the uh, Smash Brothers 4. Hey, who do you want the last two characters to be? And that's how we pretty much got, uh, what is it, Cloud and Bayonetta in the first place. Hey, guys, mm-hmm. what, what weapons do you want to see return? Don't worry, we won't change anything, but we'll charge you five bucks for it. I'm salty, but uh, I will buy it. I will reluctantly uh, yeah, buy, it. buy it. Yeah, I'll yeah, we you. would. Well, I know you're going to buy it. That goes without question. But I'll <laughs> even, it, like, and, and if they only do weapons that were unique, like, don't nothing feel like the ice skates. The ice skates were a very unique situation. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. I would love to go through, I would love, I would love to get my Siphon back. Other than that, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already assuming it's not going to show up. So I'm just going to say in advance, I want to see it return because there was some missed potential and opportunities with it. I want to see mm-hmm. a return of the hammer. But what I want to oh, see is ironically, yeah. yeah, a fusion okay. weapon. I love mm-hmm. that whip, the, the Bayonetta mm-hmm. 2 version of it. People mm-hmm. don't realize mm-hmm. like if you catch somebody in a, in a witch time, you can actually throw them no matter what size they are, including the yep. bosses. That's correct. That's yes. Correct. And then they're so free and you get a happy birthday for like the next 30 seconds, even after the witch, <laughs> witch time is over. I loved it, but not many people caught on to it. Mm-hmm. I want to see that come back. But since we can't put the hammer on our feet, bring that whip back mm-hmm. and make it grab the hammer. So when we swing Ooh. our foot, it swings the hammer. Yeah, That's exactly. Cool. There was That's a, cool. There was a dumb toy that I don't know why people loved. Before in the mm-hmm. 90s that we had, it was called uh skip beat. I think that's what it was. Literally, okay. it was basically like a ball and chain, like with um um chain chomp, but mm-hmm. um it would go around your foot and you could actually time how many times it went around your foot. It was literally Oh yes, du- yes, I remember. Oh, that. you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, in, I think in we primary just, school, we played with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we just dated ourselves, but it was basically <laughs> our generation's equivalent of a slinky. It's mm-hmm. stupid, mm-hmm. it serves no purpose, but we all wanted it. But it's so good. It's I know, like, exactly. We so all disease. wanted it, but it was dumb. <laughs> I acknowledge yeah, it though. Yeah. So that's I see, I that's see. what I really want. I want the do the dual whip back because the single whip was dumb. But if you confuse it with the hammer, that'd be great. So now I can swing it with my feet. I'm pretty sure it'll be mm-hmm. slow because it'll do the most damage. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a secret hidden weapon like with Siphon because of the damage level. But that's what I'm looking for. Now oh, that's all right. Like, yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, now for number two, look, mm-hmm. I've spoken to people. It doesn't come up mm-hmm. in a lot, and people don't think to ask, but I, without realizing it, have a decent level of connections to people that I've worked on. Devil oh, cool. May Cry yeah. and indirectly slash by extension 
Bayonetta. And no, it's not a private thing. It, it was a long time ago, but uh, I mm-hmm. interviewed Ruben Langdon. However, you know, me and him have been oh, talking oh. for years since then. And I actually have his actual cell phone number on my phone. Um, That's cool, man. And here's a weird one. And, and take this how you will. There's a guy named Hanzo who works on mm-hmm. Japanese games. But guess what? Mm-hmm. There's three of them. They're different people, okay. but there's a Hanzo that worked on Devil May Cry, or at least I think he's the one that worked on Devil May Cry, or he's a, just a guy who's got the same alias as Hanzo and just happens to know him, and he had, wants to keep his life completely and totally private. He's not like a snitch or giving out secrets. He's just scared of the internet, so he called himself Hanzo, but the other guy, he's a, I guess he's a public figure, but he still doesn't have social media. People don't realize it, but almost every game you play in like, usually the people who made them are 20 years older than you. So mm-hmm. most of the people that I play the, make the games I like, they're in their 50s and 60s. Like, no right, joke. Right. 50s and 60s. Right, so right. they just yeah, don't yeah. care about social media. And I talked to this Hanzo. I was like, hey, are you one of the ones that worked on Bayonetta or Devil May Cry? Or I think Devil May Cry. I was like, because I know there's a DMC4 or a special edition. There's a Hanzo mm-hmm. in the credits. And I think in DMC3, there's also a Hanzo in the credits. I'm like, are you the same guy? Mm-hmm. Because there was a time when I was actually looking for the creator of Devil May Cry, uh, or at least, the, I'm sorry, not the creator, the dude who got in charge of it after Hideki Kami, Hideki Itsuno, and mm-hmm. I found him, and we've spoken on Twitter a few times. Um, and That's cool. Yeah, and, just, and that was just me, through me going through my chain of people who are directly or indirectly connected to things, and man, I've mm-hmm. learned so much about behind-the-scenes Capcom, it's almost funny. That place is a leaky faucet. It doesn't matter if wow. somebody hacked them or not. They don't, they honestly, the Japanese section, they almost never really enforce no, the no snitching rule. It's just mm-hmm. that they don't know how to find people or they're not even trying to track the people. So they just yeah, gave up apparently at Damn. some point in time in the early 2000s. Okay. So it's very mm-hmm. easy for people, if you know the right person, to get some leaked information out of Capcom yeah, because yeah, the wow. old staff do not care. And you can quote me on that. However, finding them is basically impossible unless you live in Japan because, again, almost none of them are on social media. Mm-hmm. So, wow, I see. Yeah, um, like almost all Generation 1 Capcom staff are gone because they didn't like mm-hmm. the work hours and they hated their boss, but they won't say it out loud. Mm-hmm. But almost the minute... It, Clover Studios was... Not Clover Studios. Platinum Games was an inevitability. And in fact, they weren't even the first ones to have the idea to just not like their long work hours and leave. So mm-hmm. some people are just a leaky faucet because the worst that's going to happen to them is literally nothing. But I yeah. So I just, I just got to tell him like, what do you think the odds are? And he says, Oh, do you want me to check for you? He's like, you, you the- can do that, <laughs> bro. I was asking you directly, bro. I'm asking you directly. Well, wait, what? didn't you say you're not the one that worked on it? You're not the Hanzo that worked on it. It's like, well, no, but I still Ooh. know five to six people that did work on it. I was like, wow. Holy shit. How deep does this rabbit hole go? And that's when I started to realize, man, I'm more connected than I realized. And then, yeah, I know, like, what are the odds? I was like, okay, listen, I'm not telling you to do something or get some direct quotes Hmm. that'll get me or you in trouble. Oh, nothing's going Hmm. to happen to me. I was like, but that's not my point, though. So, look, I just told him, look, Hanzo, if you know where to get or talk to the Devil May Cry Hanzo, the Bayonetta Hanzo, or anybody besides, you know, the action choreography, like the producer, the people, the name everyone forgets, because Hideki is not the producer. People forget that. Until they get made that Devil May Cry for a special edition interview, almost everyone forgot that Hideki is not the producer. He's just the director. He was never the producer. It's kind of funny. It's just, you will see the name in big credits, but the face is what you attach. So, Mm -hmm. I was like, look, listen. This is what I really want you to do. I want you to gauge how easy is it for Bayonetta, specifically Bayonetta, 
and Dante mm-hmm. to appear in the same place. And this leads into that statement that I was I typed while you were talking. Oh, they already did. I was like, are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. Don't don't lie to me. Where is it? Here's the thing, though. I'm asking him this on April 2nd. So I'm like, don't fuck with me, man. Now, I don't know what you know right, about right. North America, but we have a holiday called April Fool's Day. Literally, mm-hmm. it's the goal of people, even big corporations, to uh, yeah, okay. to try to prank you. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, like, listen, right. yeah and, this is the se- and this is the day after. But I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, please don't be messing with me. He's like, no, 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 it's okay. Listen, I'll link you to it. So apparently, there's a Shin Megami Tensei game where Dante mm-hmm. and Bayonetta are in there, which would sound like a cool idea. However, it's one mm-hmm. of the gotcha money gambling games. Yeah, so if you uh, get Dante, okay. you probably spent like $100. If you get Bayonetta, you probably spent like $100. I'm like, bro, that's not what I meant. I just want to point out that's <laughs> oh, not what I meant. Man. Okay, okay. So I yeah, talked to him 100%. and I said, listen, listen. Do you know off chance if anybody in the production team maybe has some issues? Like, no. The people that met and talked to each other met and talked to each other. And if they became friends, they became friends for the most part. Or they just think of each other as respectful co-workers, even if they don't see them too mm-hmm. often. So, mm-hmm. okay, so that's the ground level. But I'm talking about upper management stuff. Oh, well, to be fair, I don't think Platinum has ever directly asked the current producer of Devil May Cry, hey, can we make the next Devil May Cry or can we do some form of a crossover? However... Mm-hmm. He and he he reminded me of something I forgot about because Capcom's North America's website situation is very dumb, and I'm saying that as someone who used to play a lot of their games. Their website situation has always been very very stupid compared to the Japanese version. Literally, the Capcom website almost going from like 1996 to 2002 mm-hmm. was the same page. It was like stagnant. Then okay. they had one overhaul. This is when Seth Killian got more involved, also from Chicago too. And Seth Killian started, you know, trying to actually foster a community and uh, encouraging, uh, mm-hmm. supposedly encouraging behind the scenes, a more functional, up-to-date Capcom website, which was mm-hmm. kind of cool. However, there was also a forum section that you know that they have. Platinum used to have or either still has a account on that forum section. And okay. one of the th- and during the time of Devil May Cry Zero... The Platinum Games account, and again, I'm not saying this was Kamiya because it's it's just got account. It says P Star. They still will not confirm or deny that it's their account, but it talks to nobody and it just speaks on Devil May Cry. And it said at one point, it's a shame to see what has happened to the things we used to love or something like that. I used to have the screenshot, but then I realized, man, people didn't care about it. People only cared about that one statement that uh, Itsuno accidentally made where he said he was going to replace Dante with Nero, which still haunts people to this day, but that's a whole nother matter entirely. Um, right, right. Yeah, he did that in a whole interview. I was like, no, this man, man didn't just say that. And this is before four even came out. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's another matter. And I just like, listen, <laughs> so you're telling me that no one just thought to pick up the phone and talk to somebody? It can't be that simple. Mm-hmm. Well, no, mm-hmm. it's also a matter of does the, you know, the uh higher ups care about who's doing it? It's like, okay, look, I know I'm on the ground level, but you need to I don't think you realize how vague you sound to me. I was like, can you please? <laughs> Explain to me what you think you're trying to say in as plain English as possible. I don't speak English. Mm-hmm. I'm using a translator. Like, I'm sorry. That's in a North American colloquialism. I phrased that wrong. Long story short, can you simplify what you're saying to me? And that's what he explained to me. The way Capcom looks at getting a game done is, well, to my knowledge, and this, again, this could have changed, and I'm not saying this is still canon to canon, mm-hmm. canon uh, structurally uh, correct the way Capcom is run. They like to think up a plan about seven games at a time. 
not all mm-hmm. simultaneously at once, but seven years worth of content. So if they know that they're only wow. going to do four games, they knew they were going to do those four games in a seven year time span or something like that. When it comes to the mm-hmm. big titles, the big, big titles, right. there's mm-hmm. also a franchising and licensing and merchandising department that was built up primarily by the president of Capcom back during the golden era. Ironically, the era that most of the generation one and two people hated to work in like street fighter two and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that department is considered a very, very, very important department because, well, it's not because it makes money when video games aren't, uh, aren't new. It makes money continuously. And before the invent advent of, you know, mobile gotcha money games, uh, the mm-hmm. merchandise department was thriving because if you stop and think about it, if there's one f- company you will always see merchandise for in every single tax bracket, it's Capcom, Marvel, and mm-hmm. Disney. Right. Yeah. So they made sure that even if they can't make a top seller, they can get money off their franchising and merchandising section. So that's really easy to get licenses and approval. But to my knowledge, and mind you, I don't work in that department. At no point in time was it Platinum Games just call up that department at all, ever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at no point in time did the producer of Devil May Cry, or at least a dude who went from, you know, games uh, two through five, call up Platinum Games and say, hey, do you want to do it? Also, Hideki Kamiya and Itsuno have met and they've confirmed that they have a mutual respect for each other. So literally, mm-hmm. no one knows why it hasn't happened. They're just not oh. asking. And that kind of annoys okay. me. Because it's like saying, you know what? Hey, I got this peanut butter, but I don't mm-hmm. have chocolate. And you stand in front of the Nutella restaurant owner. We have a Nutella restaurant in Chicago. Um, right, right. I don't know That's how cool. people haven't died from diabetes, but uh, <laughs> uh, and 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 you walk and you see this giant peanut butter truck. And the, and the restaurant owner looks at you and says, oh, hey, that's some nice peanut butter you got there. Yeah, that's some nice uh, hazelnut you got there. And they just don't interact. And, and then when he go, and then when the green light goes, he just drives off into the sunset. Bro, right. just okay. do it. I hate to sound like a Shia, but just do it. Don't let my dreams be just dreams. Be dreams. Just I ask. See, I see. Damn. But there's it's no like confirmation the that no one's asked. Mm-hmm. And that's what annoys me. I see, I see. Everyone like, says that, oh, we've talked to each other. Well, did you ask what everyone wanted you to ask? No. <laughs> and then there's no reason why. They just didn't. But All right, right, when right. Bayonetta is involved with Sega, and they see Shin Megami Tensei, oh, hey, Dante's in Shin Megami Tensei. Hey, can we get Bayonetta? Okay. Well, motherfucker. <laughs> what? Straight up. Like, like, this is the definition of a cock tease mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's 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 what's happening with the crossover chaos. It's a headache. I try not to think about it because I know it's one of those things that'll keep me up at night because every time I bring this up to somebody, they will always say, I wonder what new weapons Dante and Benetto get. Don't you send me down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Like, it's just the the inability. Like, they haven't said anything about it. And no, I think it would, that, be, it would be pretty cool. Oh my but, God, um, it's so annoying. Yeah, uh, is it because they're so busy with other projects? Like, no, or, or do you just want the... <laughs> no, it's literally, yeah, to my knowledge, it's literally just because the left hand didn't ask the right hand and the right hand didn't ask the left hand. So it's just no, no conversation about it. Like, yes, over there, that's literally there. it. And that's what bothers me. You're using mm. some of the same staff. The directors respect and like each other a little bit. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, Kami has never said that he feels like Devil May Cry 3, Devil May Cry 4. Well, yeah, he spoke about Devil May Cry 4. Or Devil May Cry 5 were garbage games and pieces of shit. He's done nothing to warrant any direct ire from the Devil mm. May Cry 
um, producer or an executive producers and all that. So literally, okay. there's a big wit that said, these guys are not allowed to do it because we're salty. They left us still. And if they're even around, or it literally just could be Platinum is too scared to ask because, you know, hearing mm -hmm. hearing nothing is better than hearing a no for some people. That's how yeah, I feel about it. That's, that's what I feel. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure like that's pro probably it, like those two reasons and um, wh why are they not doing it? Um, as you said, like it's not that they're not busy, it's just that there's there's no conversation about it. And people have been having uh, asking a demand for it, but I just it, it still bothers me and I'm pretty sure it just keeps you up at night. Like how yeah, come yeah, there's no like, conversation the, about it? You no, know, the biggest issue is that we don't know how to possess bodies because we haven't gone into Maximilian Dude's body, which for some reason Capcom <laughs> loves and no, no, I don't uh -huh. think he's an asshole. Don't get me wrong. Man, is that dude mm -hmm. tall? He's like six foot five. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Max is tall. You can spot him coming around the corner at E3. Um, but here's the thing. Like, it's because the people who have influence or rather who have notoriety haven't said, hash, haven't made a hashtag free Bayo Beite or free Danyo. Like I'm, I'm, oh. I'm for that one. Hashtag Danyo. I want Dante Danyo. Bayonetta and, mm -hmm. in, in something together. That's not a gotcha money gamble game. I don't care if right, it's an RPG. Right. I would die if it's an RPG. I would die happy, <laughs> especially if it's an action RPG. We make a Tales of game where it's literally Double May Cry and Bayonetta. I'm gonna have a nice dream tonight. And oh yeah, yeah, and would I'm just like, the, I, we oh, need sorry, we don't have people like you with like a billion more subscribers who just think to themselves, hey, let's get this stuff going, let's get this mm -hmm. petition, let's get this free Marvel, let's jump on the free Smash, free Marvel, let's call it free Danyo or Danyo, just something that's directly correlated. And you know what? Make Ryu Hayabusa a guest star. Let's get the whole family in there. <laughs> Has Maximilian um? Like, uh, was it a uh, vouch for that? Like a, a Bayo slash Dante crossover? Has he ever like asked for that? Like, no, I'm he pretty hasn't. sure he has the, the he has, power. There's even artwork, dude, dude. Literally, I promise you, one in 20 artwork of Bayonetta is going to have Dante. Dante in it. It's going to have Dante <laughs> in it. One mm -hmm. of the most famous pictures is Dante sitting in a throne a chair and then Bayonetta is looking at him like, hey, it's time to go to the bedroom. I, I'm, I'm the queen <laughs> of that throne. And then there's another one someone okay. just made of Bayonetta giving her gun to Dante in Rodan's bar and he's inspecting it. And I'm just like, we all want this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to see that fan service. You want to see that interaction. Yes. Uh, would you prefer it to be, can would you mind if it was canon? Would you mind if it was not canon? Like, like Look, I, 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 and this is going to sound like a cop-out and you're not the first person to ask me and my answer is not going to change. I don't care as long as it exists. I don't care if we make up some new alternate dimension BS rule where Dante and Bayonetta meet. I don't care if it's a crossover game and Bayonetta's a guest star, but once she stays on, Dante always interacts with her. Just give me those two in an action game. And for the love of God, please, please stop trying to limit things and call them character action games. I know the term is famous. I don't know who made that term famous. I wish I could throw them in a dumpster, but that's not actually a thing. That defies logic because that would imply character is the primary genre and action is the subgenre. Character is not a genre. It's a type of being or an avatar. It's an action game. Oh, snap. Oh, sh snap. Did it just crash? Ah.
Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Oh, man. Oh, that was you? I thought that was me. I'm not too sure. Like, it probably was me, but I can hear you now, sir. Okay, uh, I was like, oh, man, Discord can't handle the fangasm I'm giving it. But <laughs> No, go ahead, sir. Yeah, in were, short, my answer is basically, I don't care how I get them. I just want okay. an action hack and slash, an action RPG, an action something that these two are the primary protagonists. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I love that. I love that answer. You know, thank you. Yeah, like literally, if there was a, if it played like a Tales of game and it had the mm -hmm. co-op, which I don't know why all these people think that I didn't notice that everybody out here saying this is the best Tales ever, bro. They literally <laughs> took out the four player and the three player and the two player. They pulled the Final Fantasy 15. I'm not stupid. Uh -huh. No one's uh -huh. mentioning it. And here we are in the same context with these action games. There's no reason Ryu Hayabusa can't have Dante as a guest star and vice versa. Mm -hmm. There, There is something that just stops crossovers when it mm -hmm. becomes out of company for action games. And I've always thought that was uh, weird. Okay. Double yeah, Dragons yeah. and Battletoads can have a game together. But ever since <laughs> then, nobody had a game together. Literally nobody. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, mm -hmm. what about the uh, Kunio series and all the River City stuff? That's still one giant franchise. They're crossing over with themselves. That's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's very disturbing this is the one genre where a crossover is practically non-existent and I really want that to change tear yeah, down those yeah, walls like, <laughs> exactly do, do you think they'll, it'll ever come by probably when Bayonetta 4 or Bayonetta 5 comes out does I Bayonetta think, have to yeah yeah keep going here's what I think and I'm glad you asked <laughs> me that I think that what's going to happen is they're going to finish the entire game and then someone's mm -hmm. finally going to go to Capcom and say, hey, look, can we make Dante a guest character? Can we make oh, Trish a guest okay. character? Something like that. Yeah, And I yeah, think that's going to be the closest we get. It'll be non-canon, but here's, you can use him in, you know, the online or offline co-op if they bring mm -hmm. back that same mode. I hope they do. And, or you can use him um, in place of Bayonetta in the story mode. But when you get to a cutscene, it'll show the default Bayonetta instead of Dante. And, mm -hmm. and I think if th that's the best we're going to get, at least for the foreseeable future, because like I said, they're just not talking to each other for no no reason ever given. Yeah, right. I see. I see. All this okay. is, well, I mean, if Capcom asked us to, motherfucker, did you go ask? Did you ask? <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> did you ask? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's how I feel I about it. You. Now, uh, no, now for cool. yeah, uh, now for uh, the big the big four. Okay, so number four. Now let's mm -hmm. let me put you in the mindset real quick because I just did this like twenty minutes before you picked up the phone. Um, that's all right. You're playing John. It's the end of Bayonetta 1. Mm -hmm. That giant rocket ship, which is made of some type of ethereal materials, because as we know, there is traditional gold, and then there's mm -hmm. halo metal or angelic metal material, which correct, are two different correct. things, right? Correct. We don't know how those halos are made, and those halos never match the type of halo that the angels have over their heads. Mm -hmm. But when you're going up that more rocket, which is supposedly powered by fossil fuel, what happens when mm -hmm. it breaks apart? You see a bunch of human-like characters hugging each other mm -hmm. and being next to each other, and they're propelling mm -hmm. that rocket. But also, when you touch them and they start dissolving or, and fading off and disconnecting from the rocket, what happens? They turn into a green color. So you mm -hmm. got a humanoid-like substance that went from gold to a tealish green color being used to produce or project some type of ethereal energy. Now look at those, mm -hmm. now look at that big fat boy, or I'll just call him Sumo Boy for the time being. Look yeah. at Sumo Boy, which Bayonetta fights when he forms up uh -huh. in Bayonetta 3 trailer. He's a green so humanoid blob coming similar. together. Correct. Yeah. And Correct. then they, they turn into a solid or they can turn into a liquid. I'm just like, mm -hmm. 
I think that there is some type of way to manipulate and utilize the energy <clears throat> of the soul. Maybe halos in some level are more than just, obviously they're more than a currency or a, a, a status mm -hmm. symbol. What if the halos have some type of canonical connection to forms of energy or being able to present energy? Because the bigger the halo, as we've learned, with the exception of Aesir, the bigger the halo, the more dangerous and powerful the angel was or the boss was. Correct. Correct. So, so I think that because it also, you know, we learned that people sacrifice themselves for uh, Jubileus and stuff. I think mm -hmm. that these aliens, well, now this is why I think they're aliens. They just know how to harness that same power. Mm -hmm. And the reason they know okay. how to harness this same power primarily could be from something that we don't realize. Because as far as we know, there's no logical reason why Rodin is the only weaponsmith or demon smith or angel mm -hmm. smith if you will. Mm -hmm. Technically, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if he would count as an angel smith, but guess what? We've never actually seen a full-fledged angel smith. What if mm -hmm. there is somebody out there who is an angel smith, and since realities are all messed up, instead of gaining power from living demons and demonic energy, or mm -hmm. uh, angels and angel energy, like Rodan tried to do, they decided, mm -hmm. wait a minute, why don't I use everything? Or why don't I just use humans? Uh. I can now mm -hmm. do the one thing that I can never do. I can take a human and bring them into the angel world and angel smith them. Or I can bring a full-on human to the demon world, not in soul form, mm -hmm. their full physical form, and I can weaponize mm -hmm. them. I think that maybe... Uh, you ever watch Power Rangers growing up? Uh, Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, here you remember there, the putties? Like the great enemies made out of clay? What if somebody uh, yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if there's some other weaponsmith that just figured out that mm -hmm. they can take all this excess energy that wasn't supposed to be there and they can mm -hmm. warp it. Or better mm -hmm. yet, and this is where the alien part comes in, all of Bayonetta 1, you were fighting in space. You were doing giant explosions and making noises in space. Who's yep. to say there wasn't some extraplanetary being or a being that exists outside of the dimension, another deity, maybe the purgatorial god, and mm -hmm. they said, okay, I need to hit a proverbial reset button. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, Everything is going to collapse in and on itself. Now, another thing people don't remember, because again, this is 20 minutes ago for me. When mm -hmm. you you know that the world can fall into chaos or become unbalanced, where there's too much positivity or too much negativity, if one eye is more dominant than the other, or if one eye mm -hmm. is projecting its power and the other one does nothing. But Imbalance. Yeah, but uh, Jubilee, not Jubileus, um, Balder said... While he was trying to make the eye not shut, wait a minute, don't do this. If you do this, you will create, for lack of a better term, chaos because we'll have a Jubileus that will basically want to destroy everything until there's balance again. And while John's mm -hmm. pulling out uh, Cereza and getting executed, he says, then it's better to not wake this thing up at all. Mm -hmm. I think... It is alive and it's still alive and we may see it again because remember, we just saw it in soul form burning inside of mm -hmm. the sun. That's not a confirmation. It's dead. Mm -hmm. And let's not... You can always come back. Yeah. yeah and then, and plus, let they, plus the way they phrased it, it may, it kind of seems like if Jubileus truly died, all of existence may end. So mm -hmm. I don't think Jubileus is dead. I think Jubileus is just stuck still alive. The, or stuck in the gravitic field of the sun. Or maybe, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, some extraterrestrial force wanted to find out what the hell is going on over here. Mm -hmm. Why is the moon got a giant machine inside of it? Mm -hmm. Which I'm pretty sure you touched on 
Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for referencing that. Yeah, because I've been yeah, following your are. channel for, for a long, almost since you were only at like subscriber 100 or something. But Really? He, yeah, but here's the thing. I don't remember exactly all of what you said. But oh, I, okay. think, I think that, because this is, that's one of the things that ironically, as you know, Ruben loves alien stuff. And I'm one of those people <laughs> like, I refuse to believe that we're the only sentient life, but mm -hmm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly trying to look for it. Because what if it's a douchebag and it hates us and it's got better technology? Exactly. 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 They don't have to be our True. friends. Um, True. True. There's this device that has been theorized to exist, and I forget what it's called, but it's a true thing that telescopes and scientists have noticed that there's some form of a star or maybe a planet mm -hmm. where the light rotates downward and across like a scan. Mm. Like it's scanning north-south and then it goes across east-west. Wow, it okay. should not exist and no mm -hmm. one, but we don't have a telescope strong enough to see exactly what it is, but we know a star or any form of energy is not supposed to do that. What if mm -hmm. these guys were inside of that moon and they saw, or they were imprisoned by the Lumen Sages, or they were imprisoned by the Umbran Witches, or the Umbran and Lumen Sages had some more that we're not going to be told about until Bayonetta 3, where they had to combine forces mm -hmm. and they had to stop this thing, and that's why whatever that thing is is inside oh, yes, the moon. Please. Yeah. Yes, please. Oh and, man, and that, I love and this. Whatever, and in Bayonetta one, that thing got out. But the reason mm -hmm. it wasn't a threat in Bayonetta two yet is primarily because Aesir was still there. It's like, oh wow, yeah, you really fucked up, bro. How about you stay there? And he put some <laughs> yeah, stasis yeah. barrier, or maybe he teleported them off somewhere in the deep space mm -hmm. and, and whatnot. And these things either A, they want their revenge or they want to just destroy the eyes of the world for some reason, because as far mm -hmm. as they're concerned, the eyes of the world don't need to exist. All life should just be managed by itself. And they think primarily, mm -hmm. if we destroy this, everything's going to be fine. There will be no true gods. There will just be different species and whatnot. There are so mm -hmm. many options. And that's why I say, I feel like this is some aliens who might've tried to mix their technology with the new right. dimensional auras and powers that are around. Because there's right. too many too many incomplete instances of Bayonetta's mm -hmm. lore not explaining something, not because nobody asked, but because it feels like it was it, it wasn't told to Bayonetta yet, so there was no reason to tell us. Like mm -hmm. theoretically, Bayonetta could have already asked Rodon, hey Rodon, what the fuck are you 10, 20 years ago? Remember, we don't know how long they've met. We just know it's been over 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. And Bayonetta already knows, but everyone else doesn't. You know? Yes, correct. Correct. So as far as I'm concerned, she may, John may know about a war that happened where the Lumens and Umbran teamed up against a great threat, stuck it in the moon, or they launched it into space and now it's back because whatever yes, was stopping them, I love that. Okay. Whatever, whatever power was stopping them no longer exists mm -hmm. because the power was related to the eye of the world, the left eye or the right eye. And since it's unbalanced, they're like, okay, let's come in, take over, or let's go beat that thing up so we can never get sent off again. I feel like there's going to be a third, I don't want to say entity, but a third uh, regime or a third, mm -hmm. uh, uh, not corporation, a third, uh, damn it, not which. Like a guild, allegiance. Yes, uh, 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 some, type of, some type of tertiary, I think that's the correct term, some type of yeah, yeah. tertiary organization, religion, or magical entity. Because think about it, we've never, we still have yet to see warlocks. And basically, mm -hmm. warlocks are basically male witches. We still mm -hmm. haven't seen, we, we, there's some third group that's coming in and they're capitalizing on the chaos that old Bayonetta accidentally created. And that's yeah, also I mean, why I kind of yeah, think yeah, we yeah. might get the other Bayonettas back or we may get 
weapons that normally wouldn't have existed because as far as we know there is no direct explanation why bayonetta does not utilize her old weapons other than mm -hmm. th they used to work on capcom logic and let me tell you what i mean by that capcom was the king of having old characters get new weapons and never explaining where the old ones went for okay. for literally eons literally mm -hmm. eons we didn't really get explanations of nothing for 40 years the only exception is devil may cry and that took them almost 15 years to explain dante sells his old demon weapons to get money to pay uh, for things okay. in between getting jobs that's mm -hmm. still a little bit crazy for someone like him to do because what if the demon possesses the human or some some shit like that mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. who was he selling them to as far as i'm concerned he could be selling them to rodan but you know they'll never let that happen Ooh. <laughs> yeah no not even a conversation about it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so like i see i see i love the fact that um there there might be so, there's someone out there uh, i love that um archetype of like they they've been there since the very start but they're only showing up now and now that aesir is gone they can come in it's free free yeah, real estate for them so, think, yeah, about it like, think about it like this on earth there was no true guardian there was just, mm -hmm. if a demon shows up, it shows up. If a angel shows up, it shows up and they won't be visible, but they'll still Correct. be able to interact if they choose to. And But the demons have a harder restriction or place on them. And we still don't know who's doing that, but they just do. The way I look at it, maybe a godlike entity said, you know what? You guys are the worst ones out of the bunch. You going to stay mm -hmm. below everybody. So really we mm -hmm. got four factions, but we don't have four representatives of the four factions. So mm -hmm. then also you get to the end of Band of the One. There's something inside the moon that they acknowledge is there and they won't explain what its purpose is for. Mm -hmm. Then you get to Bayonetta 2. Bro, last I checked Bayonetta 2, uh, the moon somehow fixed itself or, <laughs> yeah, or either the moon yeah. just somehow forgot that it had a giant gaping hole in it because the moon in Bayonetta mm -hmm. 2, the, I think one time or two times you see it, mm -hmm. it, it it's perfectly normal again. But here's the thing I'm going to tell you. We don't actually know what caused Bayonetta's stuff to go berserk, her demons to go berserk at the beginning of the game inherently. All we know is mm -hmm. the entire moon turned red. I think whatever this third group was, while there she was doing his dirt on Earth, or Lopter was doing mm -hmm. his dirt on Earth, this guy mm -hmm. was messing around, or that entity was trying to mess around and try to get out of or gain power on the moon so they can come back. And in Bayonetta 3, mm -hmm. because of you accidentally doing something that benefited them, they mm -hmm. now can. Correct. I mean, that, that, that's cool. I like that. Um, fear, that fear, oh, sorry, that oversight. Yeah, because with, in Bayonetta uh, 2, she says, a lumen sage. Oh, well, you're quieter than the last one I met. I think that's not Balder, first and foremost. But why oh, is she fighting in that war? What if it, that war... It, huh? Interesting. I was yeah. saying interesting. What if that war, because everyone talks about this scene is not in the rest of Bayonetta 2. What if Bayonetta mm -hmm. again goes back in time, because it's Bayonetta 2 her, and mm -hmm. she's in that Umbran Lumen War where they had to fight mm -hmm. this entity that was in space because uh, she got sent okay. back in time by whoever can send people back in time in Bayonetta 3. And the primary mm -hmm. one, the present one, is fighting the threat in the present or trying to do something that helps her stay in the past. And the future mm -hmm. one, if we get a future one or we just get another one, is going to help her out as well. So that can still tie into your theory where we get three of them. Oh, thank you. Oh, man, that's so cool. You're, you're making my spine shake, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I look at it. Like, there has to be mm -hmm. another force because, first off, everyone likes to think that maybe this is the new John once the timeline got messed with. But no, this mm -hmm. may be a John from the future who's going back Correct. to when this threat first started and is trying to Correct. get help. 
Correct. Because I if she truly, if she, yeah, because yeah. people say like, oh, she's probably, everyone's, oh, she's going to try to kill Bayonetta. And I was like, well, first off, that kind of sort of got started by you. Or they said, oh, it's John's new form. <laughs> or, oh, it's a new playable character. And they're going to do the traditional Japanese stereotype of, I'm going to hate you at first for no logical reason. And the second and third time <laughs> I fight you, I'm going to help you and become a secret playable character. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time, especially with Kamiya. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing True. I'm looking at. Here's how I look at it. They have the doll that Cereza has in a keychain mm-hmm. format as a little like Lucky mm-hmm. Charm trinket thingy. Well, here's the thing. If you hate Bayonetta, you're not going to have that on your weapon. Mm-hmm. And as exactly. you notice, there's some similarities to this weapon to one of the uh, giant uh, myths. I know everyone likes to say myths, but the myths that we're dealing with. <laughs> but here's, oh, here's, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's what I think about it. I think mm-hmm. Rodan is in the future or someone else in the future learned how mm-hmm. to make weapons out of this weird amalgamation of human, demon, and angel. Mm-hmm. And this person is coming back into the past and trying to give you those weapons because a lot of your shit isn't going to be effective on the big guys or something mm-hmm. like that. For all we know, mm-hmm. she may have to do the demon fusion because she realized nothing from the earthly realm is truly hurting these things, including magic. So you either got to have angelic or you got to have um, demonic or you got to have this new third power and entity. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. I see. I see. Yeah. No, I love that. I think future John is a is a huge possibility, and and it really links really well with the um with the bigger threat that we were fighting. I, I like the tie with the um the the records of time, the end chapter that you yeah. put in. That was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I love yeah, it, and man. That's, and it, that's it, who, <laughs> that's how I think we get uh, our 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 because I you know I know it's been a while since we mentioned, but that's how I think we get our question three characters. I think mm-hmm. they're going to be playable in the story, and that's what I think they're going to be from. They're going to be future. Yep versions of the characters or mm-hmm. they're going to be relatives of the f- characters in the future and they've mm-hmm. got new weapons and things that these guys can use because they can't touch them and I think for I the first it. time Rodan is actually going to get involved because Rodan realized okay this is a new kind of threat we need we need something we need help yeah. or either he's <laughs> just curious how can I make these guys into a weapon because he's got an opportunity he's never had before the fusion of mm-hmm. human demon and angel mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. basically, weapons that are meant for someone like him, because technically he's all three at this point. All right, correct, uh, correct, and, correct. and yeah, so for my three and four combined into one for the for the most part, but I don't think we're getting palette correct. swaps this time. I think there will be, uh, you know, a b- classic bayonetta, a bayonetta two, but they'll be using their default weapons. But I think mm-hmm. we were gonna have genuine characters for the story mode, and I also think mm-hmm. that it's because of these aliens that may have gotten triggered by the moon getting shot at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Now yeah. for number five, uh, do I think Rodan is Lucifer, or Can't wait to hear this, <laughs> or a being that can move between dimensions? Okay, let me just say this real quick. First and foremost, <laughs> Rodan already existed in the form that he is before Bandit One even happened. Something mm-hmm. fucking killed him, which terrifies me, because we still mm-hmm. have no confirmation what killed him, and yeah, when it killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when it killed him, that's when he officially gained the ability to move between heaven, earth, and hell. And I'm going to tell you why. Because mm-hmm. if he could just move between hell freely, like is implied in Bayonetta 2, guess what? Mm-hmm. He would have never needed to be revived in Bayonetta 1. Mm-hmm. Then on top of it, bro, he is literally seen in the beginning of the game doing all this damage after coming back from the dead. And if you stop and think about it, He's never pretty much important again. The closest he gets is that cutscene where Bayonetta says, stay out of my way too, or I'm going to, as the Americans put it, bust a cap in your ass. I cannot cannot tell you how many times me and my friends laughed at that. 
<laughs> when it first came out as well. Damn, yeah, and I'm not talking people. about like last week. I'm talking about like two months ago. That is still funny to us. Oh, still funny. <laughs> oh my god, because there's always someone new to Bayonetta because no one had a Wii U. So I, right, when, I, when I can right. convince my friends to get into Ninja Gaiden, Bayonetta, and Devil May Cry, literally the first mm-hmm. time all three of these have been on one system, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Correct, um, correct. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people think, well, it's been on PlayStation. Like, no, but not the same system at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Now it's on Switch now. So. Yeah, all of them, which is crazy. If you told yeah. me Nintendo would have had all these 10 years ago, I would have pointed and laughed at you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that Rodan was already going to try to make demonic weaponry. He already mm-hmm. has a system to do it. He found a way to utilize music to pinpoint some type of frequency or something. There's no logical reason why Rodan needs music to conjure or find the demons that he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then on top of it, he makes the weapons in hell, not in his shop. He sells them in his shop. He makes them in hell. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's where we've seen. Well, here's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I think Rodan has to, for lack of a better term, guarantee or make sure these demons never escape their weapon prison. Because as we learned with uh, Madama, what was her name? The one that turned into the whip, Alarun. Uh, Alarun, yep. Yeah. As we learned with her, they don't die when they're in those forms, like in Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. They can be dead or they can transform in Devil May Cry, but in here, they're alive. Right. <laughs> if he keeps the weapon in demonic world, who's to say the demons won't get out? Right? Mm-hmm. But the way I see it, keeping them in on the earthly realm or in the angelic realm depowers the consciousness that's inside of them from being able to escape. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. Even if Bayonetta wasn't around to buy these weapons, Rodan would still be making these weapons. Remember, he didn't plan on giving Alarune to Bayonetta. He just was mm-hmm. making Alarune and Bayonetta showed up and said, you know what? Eh, bring it back when yeah, you're done. Yeah, try it out. Yeah, exactly. that's literally said. Bring it back when you're done. Mm-hmm. And... I'm just sitting up here like quite literally, literally thinking to myself, wait a minute. He was making a weapon that wasn't for Bayonetta, but he doesn't even use his own weapons. He uses his own rings and bracelets, which I don't know how people didn't realize that Rodan is using Mm -hmm. those same bracelets and stuff. But who was he making them for? Mm -hmm. What purpose was he making them to do? If he has a hobby, I get it. So here's and this is why I say mine is going to get darker than yours. I think (laughs) Rodan wants to get revenge on whoever Mm -hmm. killed him, or he literally wants to get revenge on whatever constitutes God, or maybe the king Mm -hmm. of the kingdom of heaven, because there can Mm -hmm. be gods and there can be kings. We know that Jubileus, Lopter, they're considered gods, but we don't know who the rulers Mm. of these places are. Who is the ruler of hell? We don't know. All we know is Alarun became a queen or the highest ranked female uh, entity or something. We don't know anything about heaven, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. What and if there are portions there are portions of heaven the portion of inferno so we have yet to see more rulers like as you say yeah so what if in heaven there's only a male and female ruler or what there's only a male ruler and what mm-hmm. if he sees Rodan and thinks it's funny that he kicked him out and the only reason he can't kill him is because well Rodan's immortal and then he, but he got mm-hmm. fed up with him because he found out hey he was trying to make weapons engineered and designed to be able to kill him Mm-hmm. remember that's why john yeah. has a weapon to my knowledge there's no direct explanation to any weapons that john have but john has a weapon mm-hmm. called angel slayer who the fuck made that Correct. Correct. like and i'm and i'm not even saying this is rhetorical i'm like do you actually know who made the weapon angel slayer 
Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I'm literally, I'm asking you. Oh, no, you're asking me. Like, uh, so I'm pretty sure it was redone, right? Or yeah. is it someone else? No, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. I, uh, and if you look at the lore, which I'm probably going to do while I'm talking to you, if you look at the lore for Angel Slayer, it doesn't specifically mm-hmm. say, say anything about who figured out how to make this and what demon was used to make this. And it's called the Angel Slayer. How do we know mm-hmm. an angel wasn't used to make this? What if this is an angel okay. weapon and we don't realize it? So okay. I'm going to just look this up because we can. I can edit and fast forward this. Bayonetta, uh, Angel okay. Slayer. Walkthrough, Lost Chapter. Bayonetta Fandom Wiki. Perfect. Angel Slayer is an unusual katana used by John and is her equivalent to Shirava. Said to be the twin blade of the aforementioned demonic katana, its incredible power has u- has been used numerous times to slay Laguna. Now, Laguna... Mm-hmm. Is, Laguna, yeah. Yeah, Angela Paradiso, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what it links to. Angel Slayer is expressed to be John's preferred weapon being one of the other weapons she wields in combat against Bayonetta several times along with All for One. This weapon mm-hmm. existed before Sharaba did. Mm-hmm. Okay. John had this weapon. Or mm-hmm. Rodan was secretly uh, making weapons for John and Bayonetta. But here's the thing. We would have found that out by the time Bayonetta 2 rolled around. Or mm-hmm. at a bare minimum, Enzo would have met her. Right, right, right. One letter said that this is the... Oh, wait. The twin sword of Sharaba already said that. While the sword did not contain the soul of a demon, the angel slayer displayed incredible power. However, the sword and the witch... In whose hand it was will in whose hand it was held, both found themselves in Inferno. Eventually, the blade mm-hmm. passed into the hands of Rodan, who was able to make up for its previous deficiency. However, it remains unknown what what sort of demon the Smith was able to seal away in this historic blade. Did I mention that the entire color scheme of Angel Slayer matches that of the new enemies? The new enemies, I see. And also, they have like a the green, white, the gold. Uh, yeah, okay, also, okay, keep and going. I'm, I'm gonna give you a link. And they also have a green teal aura going through the center mm-hmm. of the blade. And he, whoever used this uh, blade, angel or not, I mean, a uh, witch or not, gets sent to hell for using it. Bro, this weapon feels like it could be lost in time and came from the Bayonetta 3 era or the future beyond mm-hmm. that when everything was combined. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. know where this is from. We just know mm-hmm. it's supposed to kill angels and we yeah. know that there is no demon linked to it. That's crazy. Yeah, only, only, only an angel slayer, which was um, a spirit, a spirit of a of a previous Umbran witch. Yeah. So um, for yeah, all we know, this right. weapon might just be powered literally by an Umbran witch, whereas mm-hmm. Shiraba is a living demonic katana. We know mm-hmm. Shiraba is demonic. We don't mm-hmm. know anything about Angel Slayer other than its color scheme, kind of similar mm-hmm. to everything that's going on in Bayonetta Three. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that really sat down and make me, well, uh, it made me, I, I don't know if you'll get mad at this or not, but <laughs> my friends called is like, uh, Zach, so you just pulled a straight raccoon just now. Cause I, expl- oh, no. <laughs> cause I explained this to somebody, uh, last week. I was like, wait a minute. Did y'all notice that these enemies are colored like angel slayer? Well, well yeah. What about uh-huh. it? It's like well, angel slayer has no color and no connection to any form of a demon. But mm-hmm. if you use it, you go to hell. What if you're going to hell because if you use an angel to commit murder or violence, ironically, they always mm-hmm. try to murder witches and demons, you go to hell. Bro, don't don't pull a raccoon right now. Oh, no. That's, that's what they said. Used as a name. I'm a, you know, well, I'm, I'm flattered, but yeah, I'm, it I'm pretty It basically means going down a theory wormhole specifically relating to Bayonetta. 
Uh, I, I, I'm not too sure if that's an insult. I'm pretty sure it's an insult, but like... They know, meant it, it as an insult, insult, but I kind of felt like a compliment, but that's what I'm saying. It's up to you how you feel about it, you know? <laughs> okay, so well, well I think, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Yeah, no, uh, thank you. Now, uh, the way I see it, I think Rodan has just been trying to make weapon after weapon and acquiring weapon after weapon that was already mm-hmm. existed so he could combine them or get their energies to make one giant demonic weapon or an anti-angelic, we'll say anti-angelic weapon to go and mm-hmm. kill whoever is running this place because you got to think about it rodan hasn't been able to go home in millennia mm-hmm. right wouldn't, right and he made friends with bayonetta why wouldn't mm-hmm. you he says he's not involved in shit i think what he's really saying is he don't want to deal with the angels because they're mm-hmm. his family because look at what he said in bayonetta one you don't want to deal with men i'm not worth your time he yells at them to scare them away and then when mm-hmm. they come back he doesn't necessarily kill them he baseball he baseball yeah. swings them back into heaven or space. Right. He, hasn't, he hasn't actually killed any angels that we've yeah. ever seen. People that's a good, forget that's a good point. He, yeah. The only time he kills angels is non-canonically when we're in a two-player co-op mode. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't. And I'm thinking he reluctantly respects Bayonetta because, well, she's gonna get she's uh, my brothers and sisters or lesser beings and pets from his dimension mm-hmm. are trying to kill him. But mm-hmm. he knows this is the perfect opportunity to test out weapons meant to kill them and have her do it because Rodan is one person. Rodan has only mm-hmm. so many hands and arms that we know of <laughs> mm-hmm. and wings. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rodan can't necessarily break off a piece of himself because let's say he does break off a piece of himself. He depowers himself. Mm-hmm. So he can make a weapon. So instead of making a weapon strong enough to kill the, the God King of heaven, of which, mm-hmm. oh, you just made yourself mortal? Okay, I can just kill you the normal way now. He needs to find mm-hmm. a way to make weapons that let him keep his power so he can use that weapon and fuck them up. Mm-hmm. But once he does that, he still needs the final piece. He lost his ability to move to the angelic realm. But I see. possibly through Bayonetta, he can do that. So really, he's got mm-hmm. all the pieces he needs to kill the ruler of heaven. He just mm-hmm. has to make sure that Bayonetta doesn't die. He makes mm-hmm. the perfect weapon and the time is mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it that way, it's really messed up and kind of dark. But I, I love that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but that's also because there's no reason why an immortal has to run a fucking bar if he just wants to make weapons that kill angels and mm-hmm. all day. I see, I see. So your perspective is like, there must be some underlying ulterior motive revenge. of, of what, what, why he's doing. Yes, Cold-blooded revenge. The kind that I only see, gods and immortals can have. Mm-kay. You may hate the guy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you can hate the guy that stepped on your toe and didn't do nothing about it or acknowledge you for a week. But mm-hmm. if somebody kills you and takes you from your home and you're immortal, what else would mm-hmm. you do when you wake up in the morning other than plot their demise? Exactly. You think about it. You know, it haunts yeah. you. Exactly, exactly. I like that, man. Oh, congrats on that theory. I think that's a really cool. I hope they reveal something. Yeah, and that's why I like say that, that I think he is Lucifer, and the primary reason mm-hmm. he can move between dimensions is literally just because he found out when he died that his body or his soul doesn't go to heaven. So that would have been his mm-hmm. only one reprieve. So Bayonetta or maybe just Enzo, he mm-hmm. told them before he died or while he was dying, hey, listen, this is how you bring me back from the dead. Mm hmm. And okay. it also ties into, and this is why I say some of my questions fuse together. It also ties in number six. I think that's why he's in the bar because mm-hmm. Lucifer is mad that his dad kicked him out of heaven. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if Rodan's name can be anagramized or, mistra- or retranslated to mean something else, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a Nimrod or just something, or maybe it's a red herring, but I think mm-hmm. that Rodan's real name is not Rodan. Because first off, mm-hmm. if you are, if you have a real name, everybody knows you ain't got a one-parter. You either got a two-parter or you mm-hmm. got a, a first, middle, and last name. All mm-hmm. we know is Rodan's first name. We don't even know Bayonetta's uh, last name. That's true. We That's just know Cereza. Keep going. Yeah, What's the rest correct. of it? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, correct correct yeah so that's how that's what i think i think he's a lucifer allegory or he is lucifer in disguise mm-hmm. and he's trying to make enough power to become literal satan or change his name to satan and go and mm-hmm. kick god's ass and even mm-hmm. if he doesn't want to rule the kingdom of heaven he wants to live there because that's where he's from yeah and his revenge in there as well yeah but I if see. he does it it'll trigger or it'll help to trigger what's going on um, in Bayonetta 3. So maybe mm-hmm. you have to fight Rodan temporarily until he realizes, okay, I need to stop. I need to help in a different way. I can get what I mm-hmm. want at a later date or something. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the final part gushing, what I want to see, I'm going to tell you right now, I want to see weapon fusions and not just old weapons mixed with other old weapons. Uh, yes, I want to see yeah. these new weapons upgrade and transform. I'm tired of, mm-hmm. oh, here's one weapon, but guess what? You want you want That's to get it. a better version? Oh, let's just duplicate it. Nah, 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 nah. You, you've been lazy mm-hmm. long enough. You've been lazy exactly. long enough. <laughs> True. Look True. at Angel Slayer. Angel Slayer, or the Angel, the not Angel Slayer, look at a Rodan weapon. It always transforms into other mm-hmm. weapons and you use them. Mm-hmm. So they already got the framework to have a weapon do more than one thing. Well, what if, mm-hmm. think about it. Rodan's weapon is always a, a armband or a ring. What if, mm-hmm. if you put it on one of his demonic weapons... You gain the ability mm-hmm. to switch to that weapon as like a finisher of a combo. Mm-hmm. So uh, now, okay. I get yeah. yeah. And you can use like a L2 or R2 mixed with some other mm-hmm. button. And now you can switch which weapon is the primary and the dominant. So what I mean mm-hmm. is, let's say, and this is a hypothetical. You got the Alarune whip and you got the hammer. But you press one button, the hammer is the dominant one and Alarune comes as the finisher. So maybe you swing the hilt of the hammer around and the Alarune blade, mm-hmm. Alarune whip comes out so you can pull Finishes enemies it in closer to you and you can hurt yep. them that way or you can finish them with the hammer even though they normally would be too far away. Tec- Dude, Imagine that's really what, what I was doing when I had Bayonetta anyway. I had Alarune <laughs> on my feet and when I went to mm-hmm. hit somebody with my hammer, I know they're going to dodge this shit, but if I yank you in like I'm Scorpion, you're going to get over here and you're going to get this <laughs> exactly. hammer to the face. I love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and now if you press the other button, now you got him switched. So now mm-hmm. you're swinging the hammer at the end of Alarun. Your attacks are really mm-hmm. slow, but they do stupid damage. Yes. You know? And that's exactly. one and weapon. Imagine, imagine. <laughs> Sorry, get going. No, go no, ahead. I'm done. That was what I was going to say. Oh, like, like uh, along with that around um, holding Takami Kazuchi, like imagine it during witch time or imagine during um, using the bracelet of time. I would say that yeah. would be pretty cool. And another one <laughs> yeah. I had was uh, the secret weapons specifically fuse with one another. And this one you're going to like. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's a well-established fact. Possibly the most famous Asian man to ever exist is Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. have you seen the picture of Bruce Lee in the world of Star Wars? No, I haven't. No. Oh, man. This is a legendary picture. This picture has been around forever. Someone even went and made and redid one of his fight scenes Based on this one picture that they let's made, see, let's see it. Yeah, you you going it's gonna be crazy. There's literally a whole entire chain of images about it. Let's see. Oh, okay. I've yeah. never seen this before. That looks cool, bro. Pillow talk and sci-fi. Mm-hmm. 
That's mm-hmm. Pillow Talking Siphong. Keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> so you use Siphong, and it's normally acting like Siphong. But now when you mm-hmm. charge it up, you get two options. You can transform it into Pillow Talk where the beams come out of it, and you yep, swing yep. it around. Or you can charge it up again to the third level, and you can launch mm-hmm. the stuff around. So now you got the projectiles running around there ricocheting, but they also have a piercing effect and a stun ability. But while that's happening, you can still fight normally. So now you've activated two modes. You've got the close range mode, which feels the most like regular Siphon. And then you've mm-hmm. got the energy mode where, oh, as you're hitting people with this, you get the ricochets coming out and they're beating enemies up on the side. So you fight one guy, but the bullets are beating up the guy on the left side, go. the guy around there the corner, go. and his baby mama. Like, you don't <laughs> lose. There and, we go. Like, how, how would you attain such a weapon? Oh, how old, would, what old would the challenge rules. be for that? Old school, old school rules. rules 100%. Beat hard mode. Hundred percent, or beat normal mode a hundred times. I see, I see. Old, that's how very you get siphon anyway. That's how you <laughs> normally get siphon. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. have to beat normal mode a hundred times, or and I think it was maybe a glitch, but in the PS3 version, don't quote me on this. If you just beat mm-hmm. hard mode the normal way, siphon would just manifest or show up. I'm not okay, sure okay. because when I got siphon the first time, I just beat hard mode. However, yeah, I could have hit that hundred uh, chapter quota. But it didn't take mm-hmm. me 100 chapters to beat uh, hard mode. Mm-hmm. You know, I was young at mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, but like, I understand that. I think I think that kind of weapon would definitely have such old school rules. And you have Hideki Kamiya being the executive director now. Um, cool Flex executive director. Yeah, I'm so, still not sure what like, that means, but it's a cool flex. <laughs> Thanks, man. Like, I think I think um, he's, he's, he's back in, you know, going to have a lot of the Bayonetta 1 tropes. Uh, return in Bayou 3 and yeah that old school style that you said 100% I think that's how it's gonna work with the secret weapons yeah and the last thing is bro I want the ability to do offline co-op in fucking story mode the devil may uh, cry fan base yeah. is is both spoiled and unfortunate mm-hmm. and I'm gonna explain that <laughs> oh, if you go okay. and you look up anything involving devil may cry combos on YouTube mm-hmm. all the big ones are the PC mod mm-hmm. ones bro Someone oh, really? okay. made the ability to play Devil May Cry 4 and Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition entirely with all four characters on screen. Wow. As a mod, right? Yeah. And this is before Devil May Cry 5, mind you. So one person is Trish. Somebody's Nero. I don't know why. Somebody's Dante. <laughs> somebody's Lady. Mm-hmm. And you go through the whole game. Yeah, yeah. You go through the whole game. Oh, the whole game. The whole yeah. game. What the heck? Yeah. Okay. And, wow. they, and then they made it offline and online capable. Mm-hmm. And then, on top of that, bro, oh my god, they get so much stuff. They have their own trainer mode, a real mm-hmm. training mode, where it's mm-hmm. not just here's this one enemy that's gonna spawn, fight it mm-hmm. until you're bored. No, you can in, you can select the enemy. Mm-hmm. You could even select that frame rate, and you can select who you're oh, playing. Wow. Okay. You could you select how many of your playable characters are on screen. You could even set it up to where. The characters control doppelganger style. So you can control mm-hmm. Dante, but your inputs affect the Nero that's on screen or the Trish that's on screen. Mm-hmm. None of this is in the council versions. That's I why see, I said they're I both see. spoiled and salty. Because if you play oh, the man. council games, you are mm-hmm. jealous of the PC mod community on Devil May Cry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They put well, Sifroth like- as a playable character in Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> I'm not mad. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But like... Man, like they have so much time. Like, I mean, if you're that dedicated to have, well, you such gotta a thing. remember, Devil May Cry Four, ironically, to Devil May Cry Five is about seven years. Bayonetta Two <laughs> to Bayonetta Three, how much time is that? About seven years. <laughs> yep, 
<laughs> yeah. They had seven years of playing this game to find ways to make it more interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, man. Now, with that being said, I I definitely enjoyed having this conversation because no one else is going to listen to me theorize about Bayonetta pretty much. But you know, like it really, it really, um, I really am honored to um, listen. I'm I'm okay with listening. Like, honestly, Um, I'm just like, I was going to get a little bit emotional, but like uh, not many people, not many people um, reach out to to do that. Yeah, it's just Um, you. Yeah, um, I just really like thank you so much for respecting me because I, I don't I don't bash anyone on on their theories or 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 how you know like you know my this theory is better than this theory. No way, no, I don't I don't like doing that. Yeah, um, me neither. Like, but, and I, I like because here's the thing: when you the way I look at it, if you destroy create optimism, that's the same as destroying creativity. So uh, yeah. if you destroy thank someone's you. ability to think on any level, whether it's uh, you know, focus, technical, based in reality or optimistic and dream, you destroy some level of creativity or their uh-huh. interest in being creative. Yeah. And that is the worst thing that can happen to a human. A human who has no ability to be creative is a scary thing to me. So mm-hmm. when I see somebody mm-hmm. who basically, and I mean this with no disrespect, built up a whole channel on being able to theorize I feel nothing but love and respect. And I just hate that there's so many people and you haven't seen it, but there are people who just say, well, he seems desperate and they'll sit up here and shit on you. (laughs) But then they're subscribed to game theory. (laughs) Oh man. Um, You're going to make me tear up. (laughs) Like just hypocrites, bro. Oh man. Like first off, I'm very sorry that you had to like see those people turn into those. Like, um, uh, I think they just let it consume them. And at the end of the day, like, like we're just we're just people and and we just gotta you know learn how to have fun and like enjoy each other's company exactly how, how can we help each other like um i can i can i can vouch that a lot of my theories are like you know they're, they're heaps like a lot of them are bonkers a lot of them are like fanfic and, and alternate universes and whatnot but, people but like, like at the it. end of That's the day what's important people like it yeah fan fiction yeah, exists like because it, yeah. people like to see it Mm-hmm. Well, thank again. Like you're, you're warming my heart, man. Like thank you so much. Um. Uh. And also thank you for defending me. Um. Not many people. <laughs> no do. trouble, man. And, Absolutely no trouble. Oh, that that really means a lot. And I just hope that you know people can at least um see see our perspective and uh before judging, you know, hopefully you enjoy some of the content. And as long as you guys enjoy, like that, that's that's all I care about. And I, I just want, I just wish you great health and nothing but the best, man. Honestly.